This is the Bottom Line Podcast, where Sundays are for football, cash and winners, and hitting dingers. Welcome to NFL Week 1. As you can probably tell, I'm missing my pre-music to the intro, and I'm missing two of my co-hosts this year. Um, Potts has gone off to school to do bigger and better things, so congrats to him. And then my co-host that's been with me the longest, Clayton, uh, will probably be back in Week 3 and then sporadically throughout the season. Um, Just had a baby, so congrats to him as well. Um, however, I am going to be missing their picks and company during these podcasts as we go through the season. Hopefully they can join up here and there. Um, so for week one, we'll go ahead and get started. Uh, mainly, I just want to cover, I am going to go through every game last year. We did a mix. We actually stopped midway through the season, but we did a mix of just picking five games and going with our best five, right? I'm going to go back to picking every game, especially if it's just going to be me for the most part. I think it just works a little bit easier. But we'll start out this this week with uh, my predictions for the division winners for the season. Uh, by no means is this betting advice. Please do not take any of, of what I say as betting advice because I'm not that great. Uh, just a disclaimer, Potts usually takes our, our yearly long total uh, for most games picked against the spread. Um, but for the NFC side, I'm going to go and I'll give you the whole playoff prediction as just far as who I think will make the playoffs. Um, the NFC East, I'm going to go with the Eagles as the winner. Um, and then the NFC West, we'll go with the 49ers as the winner. NFC South, the New Orleans Saints. NFC North, the Vikings. Wild card for the NFC side, I'm going to go with the Lions, the Seahawks, and the Giants. For the AFC side, I'm going to go with the AFC North, the Bengals. AFC South, the Jaguars. AFC West, the Chiefs. The AFC East, the Dolphins, because I'm biased, it'll probably be the Bills. So in my wild card, I did pick the Bills uh, with the Ravens and the Chargers to make the playoffs. Um, I know we usually talk about a bourbon that we're drinking. So my bourbon I'm drinking today is New Lou. It's an experimental finish series. It's a finish in French oak barrels. This bottle costs about $90. It is 118 proof, um, finished there for seven months. Um, so a pretty good bottle. Actually, it's tasted phenomenal. Um I know it's a little bit higher on the price range, but it was something that was just experimental. I thought it would be good to try. The taste is very good. The finish is very good. Those teams, obviously, a little bit biased on the Dolphins. Of course, that's why I say the Bills. I am a Dolphins fan. Um, I couldn't put the Browns in there. Sorry, Clayton, if you do listen. And Potts, I couldn't put the Bears in there for obvious reasons because I don't think Justin Fields is it. So I'll move on to my... Predictions for the season awards. MVP, I'm actually going to go with Joe Burrow. I know he's hurt, possibly injured, maybe not going to play week one. Um, but I'm going to go with him at plus 750. Offensive player of the year, I'm going to go with JJ at plus 1300. Defensive player of the year, I'm going to go with Micah Parsons at plus 450. The offensive rookie of the year, CJ Stroud for Houston at plus 850. Um, I think he's going to do a lot for the offense. And then defensive rookie of the year, I'm going to go with the Houston player as well and Will Anderson at plus 400. Coach of the year, I'm going to go with Dan Campbell making the playoffs at plus 850 for the Detroit Lions. I want to get into a little bit more of the bets and the props and things that I'm I'm looking at for this week. Uh, the prop bets that I'm really looking at for this week are Chris Olave at over 66.5 receiving yards. I think Chris Olave is going to be a big part of the New Orleans Saints offense. I think he'll be a great pick for a prop there. Most likely will end up around 80-ish, I would assume, to 100 yards, being one of the main targets, especially with Derek Carr, who likes to air the ball out. And my other prop that I really like this week is Calvin Ridley over 62.5 receiving yards. For the Jaguars, I think he's going to have a big comeback. 
season, and he looks sharp, looks quick. Uh, I think he'll get a lot of good playing time out there in Jacksonville. Get the ball a lot from Trevor Lawrence as well. Um, I do want to look at, too, and I, I don't know that I, I don't, I'll have to look up the actual percentages for this prop because I did not look at what the bet line was. But Mahomes in week one, just to give some background to why I like the prop for Mahomes to throw at least three touchdown passes on Thursday night, um, and I'll get into that game here in a minute as well, is that he has thrown in the last, in week one, for 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, here's his stats. In 18, 256 for four tutties, zero picks. 19, 378, three touchdowns, zero picks. 20, 211, three touchdowns, zero picks. 21, 337, three touchdowns, zero picks. And 22, 365 touchdowns and zero picks. His over-under on passing TDs at two and a half, plus 130 for two and a half. I think you smashed that line. That, that looks way too good to be true, um, especially seeing the numbers he's put up in week one in the previous in the last five years. Um, and I also want to cover, before I get into the picks as well, is a QBs who did not play in 2022 preseason, their record against the spread and straight up in week one, one and six. The only person, the only QB to cover that did not play in preseason, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, or the only person who did cover is Lamar Jackson against Joe Flacco. He covered and won straight up. That's the only QB. So I want to give you the list of the QBs who did not participate in the preseason in 2023. Jalen Hurts. Joey Burrow, Justin Herbert, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Matt Stafford, Dak Prescott, and of course, Lamar Jackson. So keep that in mind when you go to the counter to put your bets in. Um, a lot of those are pretty close spreads. I think Lamar Jackson's the only one with a significant spread. It's minus 10 against the Texans. Um, the rest are actually fairly close spots. Um, and that brings me right into an NFL system pick which I was looking into a little bit the other day, that a spread of nine and a half or more, so anyone favored by nine and a half or more, you take the under in those games. Last year in those games alone, it hit 61% of the time. 22 wins, 14 losses against, if you take the under, when the spread is nine and a half or greater during a game, you take the under. Hit 61% of the time in 2022 um over the last 10 years it's hit about 59 percent of the time and generally when you see that over or under it's going to be at like a minus 110 that's perfect that's almost even odds that's decent profit for that that percentage as well all that's going to be a short podcast i talk way too fast but we're just going to get into it we'll get right into the games with the thursday night game being the first one that we talk about now obviously the lions Chiefs, right now the spread's sitting at Chiefs minus four and a half at home. Like I said, Mahomes probably going to throw three touchdowns. I would also venture to say he's going to throw a pick in this game. I know he's had a perfect record, but I just have a weird feeling, especially with Kelsey possibly being out, being questionable, hurting his knee earlier this week. I think this is a really good spot to take. I know I just said Jared Goff didn't play in the preseason. But this is a very good spot to take the Lions at plus 170. I think Dan Campbell obviously has something to prove. He did well. They played well last year, just barely missed playoffs. I would venture to say this game goes over the total of 52, parlayed with the plus 170 of the Lions. That would be my pick for this game. I think Jared Goff might not play great, but that defense will play well. And Mahomes is going to get his, but I still think that 4.5, even if you just went with the Lions at plus 4.5, it's over the key number of three. We'll take it. 
you can even put it down to plus three and a half if you want. Um, that would be a bad buy down. And then we'll go with, and I'm going to keep track for the season, even though, especially if it's just me picking all these. Um, that way I can keep track and see if I really screwed it up, because most likely I will, especially in the first week. It's usually a crapshoot, so we just kind of roll with things. Uh, the second game we'll talk about will be the 49ers at the Steelers. Um, I've seen a lot of money on the Steelers. It looks like for the spread, there's only 45% of tickets, but it's 83% of money. Uh, that's a plus 38% on the Steelers at plus 2.5. But right now, the line's at plus 2 from what I can see on DraftKings. All my all the odds that I'll, sh I'll talk about this season will come from DraftKings. That's a sports book I always use. I am skeptical generally because I usually don't like teams going from the West Coast to the East Coast. Uh, even out, you know, center, or going from whatever time zone out to the far east, doesn't matter if it's Pittsburgh, if it's Miami, whatever. If you're coming from the west coast, I don't like you going to the east coast to play. Me and Clayton have talked about this over and over again. Um, so I'm actually going to take the Steelers' money line here at plus 105. Um, I think that Deontay Johnson is going to be a lot better and much improved um, more than advertised. I know the defense is really good. Bosa just got paid a whole lot. Um, so I, I, you know, it's a little bit of a, a hard sell probably for a lot of people, but I, I really do think the Steelers are going to be a much improved team from last year. Do I think they're going to do that phenomenally well? No, but I think this first week it'll be okay. Nick Bosa will have his game, but also we'll see the Steelers win this one just by a little bit. It won't be much. Uh, I think it's a very low scoring game and the 49ers probably knowing Shanahan probably came over to Pittsburgh this week early this week just to get the time zone change out of the, out of their system. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with uh, the Steelers at the plus 105. We're gonna go with two money lines to start uh, this week off here, which is not usually what we do. We usually just go with spreads. But I'm giving you two underdogs that I like right away. Um, the Bucks and the Vikings. I'm seeing a lot of money <clears throat> on the Buccaneers. It's kind of the same situation as the Steelers for the public. I don't care. I don't care that Kirk Cousins didn't play in the preseason. I'm going with Daddy Kirk. We're going to take the Vikings minus six. It's still under the key number of seven, so we're good there. I don't have any faith. I think Baker's a starter for the Bucks. Don't even care. Don't even know. Does not matter. Baker was terrible in Cleveland. I mean, Baker's just not been very good. He actually played okay in the one game with the Rams last season, now that I think about it. But doesn't matter. We're going to go with the Vikings at minus six and Daddy Kirk and JJ. Even with the loss to Dalvin Cook, who was hurt all the time, Madison will pull his weight in that game. Second game we're going to get into, Jaguars and the Colts. So Jaguars are a team that I, I really do like. I don't have a whole lot of faith in Anthony Richardson. They said on the Colts off day, he went and spent eight hours in the Colts facility reviewing tape to prepare for Jacksonville eight hours on the off day rookie wants to make his he got named a team captain I, I'm just not buying the hype I'm not buying the hype I think the Jaguars minus five is a great call the money lines at minus 225 it's not a great profit if you're throwing them in a parlay that's a easy parlay I'd say um I'm, I'm gonna go with the Jaguars they're 
I just don't believe in Anthony Richardson. I know he's got a big arm, but I'm, unless I see something with no Jonathan Taylor too, unless I see something significant in his first few weeks, I'll bet against him all year long. Uh, I have no doubt about that. Texans and the Ravens will do next. Texans and the Ravens. So the Texans are plus 10. Like I said, take the under. I think that's a great look at under 44. Um, that's really not a bad play, so I'm going to take that under just to go with the system play. That's the only game this week that will hit that total um, for under, at least for the system. And then Ravens minus 10. I, I like Davis Mills a lot. I wish he was starting, but C.J. Stroud's going to start. That's a joke. I, I don't think Davis Mills should start over C.J. Stroud. Clayton, you can calm down. But Lamar Jackson always plays well. He's going to come out. He's got something to prove, as always. Um, I think the Ravens do get this done. Uh, I don't know if I like, I don't really like the minus 10. So I'm going to go with the Texans at plus 10. Do I think the Ravens are going to lose the game? Absolutely not. But I'm going to go with 10 because that's a hell of a lot of points. I'd rather push that game um, than I would take the Ravens and hope that Lamar really does show out. Because if he doesn't show up, rookie QB first game, I know it's it's a little different, but uh, they've got a good supporting cast around him. So I'm going to go with the Texans at plus 10. Damian Pierce is a really good running back. I liked him all of last year, um, and he'll help out there as well by bleeding the clock a little bit so they can't score as many from the Ravens. Um, Titans and the Saints will be the next game we discuss. Um, it looks like the Titans are getting 93% of the money on 58% of the tickets, which is a crazy amount, plus 35% um, at plus three. I do not like the Titans at all. I think Derrick Henry is phenomenal. Derrick Henry is going to do a lot of good for them. But I really think this Derrick Carr offense for the Saints is going to look much better than it did last year with Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston and whomever else played. Um, I know the rookie QB just got suspended six games for PED, so shout out to him. Don't know his name. But um, I'm going to go with the Saints minus three here. I think they're going to score a lot of points. I think it's a very good decision. If you're going to add into a parlay, you can take that minus 170 for New Orleans. Uh, my dad will be at the game, and my mom, shout out to my dad, they're going to be holding the, the flag up for the national anthem. Um, but also, that house will be rocking down in New Orleans. It's loud. Derrick Henry's going to help a lot, but I, I'm, I'm going to go with the Saints at minus three. I think that's a, a great pick here. Um, good spot. I'd like it at minus two and a half a lot better. I'd love it there, but minus three will do. Um, the next game up we'll talk about is the Bengals and the Browns. Uh, the Browns are actually 43% of the tickets at 73% of the money, which is a 30% jump. Um, I don't know if Joe Burrow is going to play. I think they said he's like questionable or day-to-day-ish. Uh, I'm actually going to take the Browns um, money line. I don't believe in Deshaun Watson and his massage antics, or antics, but uh, we'll go with Deshaun Watson and the Browns. I think Nick Chubb's going to have a day. Um, Last year, Burrow was one of the QBs that sat during the preseason. Guess what? Lost the game to the Steelers. Um, I, I'm i going to go with the Browns here at plus 114. I think him and Deshaun Watson. I think Deshaun Watson and Nick Chubb, I know, I, I think they can run the ball enough. They lost Kareem Hunt, but they can run the ball enough to keep the ball out of Burrow's hands if he does play. And if he doesn't play, this line's going to skyrocket. This line's going to flip sides. It's, no, it's not going to be minus 2.5 for the Bengals. We're going to see the Browns at a minus 2, minus 3. Um, so I'm going to, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Browns. Shout out Clayton plus 114 on the money line for that one this week. Uh, the Cardinals and the Washington commanders, possibly new name soon. I believe something like that. 
Uh, minus seven against the Cardinals. I don't think the Cardinals are any good. They haven't even named their QB because they want to keep it a secret. Maybe they did name it by now. I don't remember. I haven't seen anything. This game is a crapshoot. Um, Sam Howell, minus seven. Washington, count it. That's all I can do. Um, don't like the Cardinals one bit. I don't even want to talk about that game. Uh, Panthers and Falcons will be our next up. Oh, sorry, a little sick this week. Still catching in from last week. Um, so the Falcons are getting 53% of the tickets, 87% of the money, 34% jump. We're at minus three and a half with the Falcons. <clears throat> They've got an electric new running back. That's what they say. Panthers got an electric new QB. Falcons looked okay last year. Panthers, eh. Um, minus three and a half being a key number. I want to take the Panthers at the plus three and a half. But um, I think my pick is still going to be the I, – I, I'm going to go with the Falcons minus the three and a half. Or actually, yeah, I'll go with the Falcons minus the three and a half. Um, but really, I like the money line more. Um, Falcons minus three and a half is – I'll take the spread there. Really would prefer the money line. Because uh, that is a super tight spread right there. And I and almost one of makes me go with the Panthers just for the key number. Uh, the next game will be a little bit of a biased opinion. I'm going to go with, once again, so it's the Dolphins plus three, or in the Chargers, minus three, do- hosting the Dolphins, over under 51, um, plus 140 for money line on the Dolphins. Spoiler, I already dropped 100 on the money line of plus 140 for Miami. I think Tua gets it done. Um, like we heard the list of the people who didn't play in the preseason, Justin Herbert was one of them. Um, let's take him as a loss against the spread and a loss straight up here. Uh, wishful thinking, a rematch from last year where the Dolphins got just torched. Um, we're not ready to play, and it was embarrassing. So I'm really hopeful that there will be some turnaround here. Uh, I do think the Dolphins defense, I know they're missing Jalen Ramsey, but it's, so, it's going to be much improved. Uh, Tua looks a little bit bigger, like he beefed up some. Maybe he learned how to fall. That's the big joke because he can't fall because he's. If he gets one more concussion, he's got to be done, right? That'd be my my assumption as well. So I'm going to take them at the plus three, of course. But then also I'm really going to take them on the money line. I do like the over of 51, um, just because <clears throat> Justin Herbert will air the ball out 60 times a game if he has to, especially if they're losing. So the over 51, you can parlay it with the Dolphins plus 140. In my bet, I just took the plus 140. Um, have not bet the rest of this, that yet, so we'll see if I do take the over, but I do like that as well. Next game is the Eagles and Patriots. The Eagles, or the Patriots actually, are 32% of the tickets in, 52% of the money at a plus 20%. Um, Eagles are minus four. I've heard a lot of people saying the Patriots are going to be much better than they think. I don't have any faith in Mac Jones. You can give me the Eagles minus four all day long. All day long. I, I mean, what was Hurts one? Hurts is one of the ones that didn't play in the preseason. I just don't have enough faith. I don't have enough faith in... Uh, don't have enough faith in him. I can't, I can't do Mac. I can't help Mac Jones out. There's no way. Um, so, we'll go with the... Eagles, minus four here. Don't trust it. Don't like it. Um, that's just where we're going to go. 
sorry, I was looking at some of these picks that I made, making sure that some of these do line up with what I said I was going to do. Oh, yeah, there's one, two, three. Okay, not too bad, about half and half. Uh, systems don't always match up perfect. Packers and Bears is the next game that we're going to look at. The Bears are minus one. Can you believe the Bears are favored against the Packers to start the season? The Packers are getting 54, 54% of the tickets at 78% uh, of the money, plus 24. Um, I hate to do this to Potts and to Gus, uh, who's been a guest on the show quite a bit. I, I don't I don't think that Fields... I feel like they're going to get shocked. I don't think Jordan Love is good at all. I don't think the Packers are really going to be that great. But I'm going to take them because, for some reason, the Packers just seem to own the Bears. I know it was Aaron Rodgers, but I'm going to take the Pack plus the one. I'm even going to take the Pack at the money line of minus 105 because why not? I just don't. I'll bet against the Bears until they beat me. Uh, the Rams in Seattle will be the next game that we talk about. In this one, I'm going to go against the Rams. I'm going to go with Seattle. One, um, what's his name? Their QB. Oh, my goodness, I just lost his name. Uh, this is where I have the silence filled with Clayton. Uh, Matt Stafford did not play in the preseason. I don't know that that matters much, but Seattle's a, a better team. Cooper Cup possibly going to go on IR. Does not build well for their offense. They're a much better team when he's out there. Seattle is minus 5.5. We're going to snag that at minus 5.5. I think they'll beat him by at least a touchdown. Um, if this was in L.A., I'd still probably take Seattle. You might take those 2.5 points away, 3 points, it's a minus 3. I'm still taking Seattle at that point. Um, the Raiders and Broncos. So this is where we decide. Do we decide that Sean Payton is the real deal? Because we knew he was in New Orleans, right? He brought... Drew Brees in. They won a Super Bowl, helped revive the city after Katrina. Do we think that he can bring Russell Wilson back to the spotlight? He told Russell Wilson just the other day to stop worrying about everything else, basically, and stop promoting his own brand and start just playing football, right? Makes sense. I do think that they're going to beat the Raiders. I Three and a half, I don't like it. I'd much rather the two and a half, but I'm going to take the Broncos minus three and a half. I think their running game is going to be good. I think Sean Payton offenses are going to score points. I almost like this over of 44. I just don't know how many points that the Raiders are going to score. So whatever the team total is for the Broncos, I would take that, right? Take that over. I don't know that the Raiders are really going to score much. I like the Broncos minus three and a half here. We're going to ride with Sean Payton. And then the Sunday night game, for week one, Cowboys minus three at the Giants. Game's pretty close on spreading money. Um, it just depends. Do you like Dak Prescott? Do you like Dak Prescott? I don't like Dak Prescott. I'm going to go with the Giants and Daniel Jones. The, especially a plus three at home. I really think you can give me money line here at plus 140 for the Giants. I think the Giants are going to win this game. Um, Cowboys, no Zeke, probably good for them. Got Pollard, but I don't believe in Dak Prescott. He's always shown me that he's not been very good. So maybe they'll, uh, start Trey Lance, who they just got in the next few weeks after they lose their first three or four games of the season. Monday night football, we have the Bills and the Jets, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. 
I don't. I'm not buying into the hype that Aaron Rodgers makes his team phenomenally better. I'm just not buying into it. The Jets' defense has always been decent. They were good. La- they were decent last year. The defense was. Offense obviously has not been very good. Zach Wilson, but and Mike White, but I mean, and actually Joe Flacco too. I have to. The Bills minus two and a half. You're gonna give me two and a half. I'm. I. You're gonna give me under the key number of three. I'm going to take the Bills every time against the Jets until I see otherwise from Aaron Rodgers. And maybe he comes out and he shocks me. Everyone else is buying into this hype. They're saying that the Bills and the Jets are the top teams in the AFC East and the Jets are going to win the Super Bowl and all this. I, I'm not I, – I, I don't buy into it. I don't buy into it until I see it. And I'm not buying into Aaron Rodgers. I'm not on the Jets, not until I see what he can do against the AFC East defenses because that is going to be a little bit different. The Bills always have a good defense. We're going to go with the Bills minus two and a half. Just seems like the play for me. I don't I don't really know why. I mean, I get why. People are, are super excited about Aaron Rodgers being there and Aaron Rodgers taking over that team, but I'm, I'm going to go against it for this one. Uh, maybe next week I'll change my mind. Now, typically we do locks of the week as well, um, and I'll give you three locks of the week going in. To week one. My lock, of course, is going to be the Dolphins at the plus 140 in LA, right? That's going to be my one number one lock, and I'll keep track of my locks. We won't have a bottom line lock this year until we got a couple people where we're just picking random games and we picked, we happen to pick the same thing. My other lock is going to be the Broncos minus the three and a half. Like Sean Payton, I hope he set Russell Wilson right. Uh, but I think they've, they've got a good shot to snag that one and make that a, an outright easy win for them. And then my uh, my other lock, my third lock of the week, is going to be Vikings and Kirk Cousins at the minus six against the Bucks at home. And I think for week one, that's going to do it. Stay tuned. We're going to have, of course, get Clayton on here. Um, hopefully Potts here and there. Um, oh, i got to rate the bourbon. Bourbon. I give this one about a 7 out of 10, 7.3 out of 10, somewhere right in that range. Very smooth. Um, definitely something I would buy against. 90 is just a little bit steep. But it's an experimental finish, so of course you never know what you're really going to get. Um, but yeah, so welcome to week one. Thank God that football is back. And um, I wish you all the best luck in all your bets.